0: I'm Andrea Lekashoff, and welcome to On Point. This week, we're talking about how reputations are being made and broken during the COVID-19 crisis. So with all the changes affecting the business world during this crisis, communications, as we all know, has never been more important. In fact, I might even say that communications is leadership during this crisis. And companies are going through so many changes, so many tough times, and they're having to make some very difficult decisions. But here's what varies from company to company. It's how those decisions are being handled and communicated. And here's what you'll see also when we finally emerge from the pandemic. Um, which could be many, many months um, from now, is that employees will have long memories about how they were treated. And so I'm predicting that the reputation of your brand and frankly of your personal leadership, um, maybe even the actual culture of your company will hinge upon how you are operating right now, on how you are treating Your people right now and when i talk about communication i'm not referring to sending out a bunch of really nicely edited emails i'm talking about bringing your people along on a mutual journey i'm talking about letting them know where things stand and where things might be headed i'm talking about checking in with your employees and offering to help them out both professionally and also personally and i'm talking about honesty Transparency and empathy, and about really taking care of your people, and these are the things that matter right now, and that will determine your reputation for, I think, months and and even years to come. So we've uh, we've talked a little bit in the first episode about bringing humanity back to uh, leadership communications and. This pandemic is a real thing that's happening to real people the world over and now is not the time to hide behind corporate speak. Now is the time to be out and speaking to your people and leaders need to get out and show humanity and they need to show humility as well. They need to be real and they need to be willing to have those tough conversations and explain the facts without sugarcoating things. This is not a time to massage your message. It's time to tell the unvarnished truth. And it's time to talk from the heart and help your people understand what's happening and let them know how deeply you empathize with the effect that it's having on them. And now is time to show genuine gratitude for your people's contributions. So here's a really good example. I really like it. Let's go back to Queen Elizabeth II's address to the United Kingdom. There was no sugarcoating. There was no advice. It was just genuine thanks and reassurance. So here's what you can ask yourself. Are you thanking your people over and over and over? Are there things you should be doing because they're the right thing to do, like paying frontline workers more? Are your communications direct, clear, and brief? So imagine the long-term effect if instead of thinking, oh my God, here's another corporate email, your people start to say, wow, that was a really personal conversation I had with my manager or wow, our CEO was incredibly open and even vulnerable in today's town hall. That will have a major and lasting impact on not only your people, but on your culture and your ability to attract uh, top talent moving forward. And frankly, it's okay if you don't have the answer to someone's question. An honest acknowledgement that you don't know an answer can help you gain tons of mileage in itself. Don't be afraid to acknowledge how hard things are particularly if you're having to cut more jobs or cut employee salaries to survive. It's really important for your team and your people to know where you stand. Um, Also, apologies can go a long way. If you're having to cut employee programs, let them know how sorry you are. A sincere apology can also go a long way. And of course, actions speak louder than words. And as a leader, you need to show that you're personally invested. So a senior leadership team, as we've seen out there, that protect their own salaries while cutting others, well, they'll quickly be written off as self-serving. However, leaders that take pay cuts ahead of their team or even deeper than their team will be respected as team players and really generate tremendous loyalty. And now is also a time to inspire others through action. Inspirational leadership comes from action. Look to leaders like Galen Weston. He's done such a wonderful job. Um, What a powerful, powerful example of a leader. His executives are working in grocery stores and helping to stock shelves rather than staying home. So consider how your leaders and how you can get into the trenches with your team. In fact, this could be a really great opportunity to establish practices that will set the standard now for how your company will operate in years to come. It's also a time, I would say, to listen and get personal. What I've learned over the course of my career is don't assume that you know what's on someone's mind. Don't assume you know how they're feeling. Now is the time to ask them. And after so many weeks of just communicating to employees, it's now time for leaders to really listen. We've been advising our clients to survey their employees and hold virtual coffee meetings in small groups to ask people how they're feeling and what they can do to help. And what they need to continue working and being productive. And here's what some of them have found. This idea of going back to work is creating anxiety for a lot of people. There's also another group of people that don't want their kids to go back to school. I am definitely not in that camp. And would prefer to have them work from home moving forward. And this is all based on anxiety and fear. And they're all feelings that really need to be acknowledged. All of these learnings will be essential in helping leaders define what their company will look like, what their new normal Um, will will be. So when your people talk, listen carefully to what they're saying, because their new normal might very well become yours. And the fact is that we're not going to get a quick instant all clear anytime soon. And when things do start to improve, there's likely going to be a gradual and probably a lengthy transition back to normal life. So it's really important to start to Really, truly understand each of your team members' individual situations, their individual anxieties and their individual fears, so that you as leaders can start to construct what your future workplace will look like that folds those anxieties and fears into place. And by the way, uh, one workplace will have the same anxieties and fears as others, so it won't be your people you'll need to change it really is the way that you adapt to your situation and what's truly important to that is to start communicating back to your people what you're going to do to accommodate them what you're going to do to help them feel more comfortable more safe and then start to take action another important thing for leaders to do right now is to encourage their people to stay connected and stay healthy and have fun. And I've seen so many leaders do this so well, from virtual happy hours to homebrewing beer um, so that it can be sampled when everyone's back at the office. And that may not be, it may not come naturally to many leaders. It may come very naturally to others. And so it is now your job to encourage your your leaders and your teams to actually start to enjoy um their connections. And it's also time uh, for leaders to provide their teams with health advice. And frankly, it might be exactly what your team may need. Given this pandemic is all about health, it's it's kind of given us a, a, just a, a passport to discussing how to stay healthy, how to boost your immune system, and how to practice self-care. And they will likely need that modeled From the top, I think it's very important for leaders to tell their teams to get out and go for a walk. I think it's important for leaders to tell their teams to take the downtime they need to um, ensure that they are able to de-stress. I think it's important for leaders to tell their employees to help their kids with their schoolwork throughout the day so that in the evening they can relax and they can rest and they can replenish themselves for the following day. Everyone is in a very different situation and I think that leadership now is all about accommodating each of your employees as individuals and ensuring that they have what they need to take care of themselves. Um, What I'm actually most excited about, and I've been passionate about this for uh, quite some time, is it's improving immunity and improving well-being through food, exercise and sleep. I have um, been in awe of Dr. Mark Hyman, uh, a functional medicine doctor and what is a functional medicine doctor most of my friends say uh, and that is a doctor that gets down to the base of your problem and helps you um, get better. Highly recommend his um, YouTube video and article on um, how to protect yourself from COVID-19. He also has a a really amazing webinar on the functional medicine approach to COVID-19. There's a really great sleep doctor out there, Dr. Michael Bruce. And many people uh, that I've talked to have had um, real tremendous trouble sleeping, given the stress and anxiety that we're all going through. He's got a great... Um, article on how it's called how you can use sleep to fight back against coronavirus. That is actually one of the top ways uh, that you can do that and that's something that you can share with your team. Um, Dr. Rangan Chatterjee is another one of my my trusted sources. He is a UK doctor that is on the BBC all the time. He has a great podcast and he has a great podcast that's called How to Manage Anxiety in the Face of a Global Pandemic. And um he in this podcast, he's interviewing behavioral neuroscientist and psychiatrist Dr. Judson Brewer. and it's a really, really great, really informational and helpful uh, podcast. Um, I'd also recommend, uh, there's a bunch of healthy recipes from uh, Chris Carr. She is a best-selling author. She's a wellness activist. Uh, she's a cancer thriver also uh, from the UK. And anyone looking to, to do some movement, some yoga for relaxation, yoga with Adrian has become a hit sensation uh, throughout this pandemic. She certainly was before and now even more so. She's got some really great uh, videos. And anyone who's looking to go inwards and really focus on meditation Or um, radical acceptance. I've I've actually practiced and studied with um, Tara Brock, who is a psychologist and author, and she's a meditation teacher. Anything by Tara uh, certainly speaks to me, and it it might be something that you can share with your team. Uh, Again, all of these are not truly traditional uh, resources that you would share with your team, but now more than ever, they need really good resources to take care of themselves and um Here's what I'd also recommend is that while you're at it, help your team see the lighter side of things by sharing a regular dose of humor, whether that's in your weekly email, in your town halls, you know, maybe you sponsor a a challenge or run a photo contest, or even I was on a a great conference call, a Zoom call last week where uh, someone had a a prison uh, cell behind them, another one was in the COVID-19 lab. So if you're a leader, even at the highest of levels in companies, Do something like that to put a smile on people's faces and really just show them that you're in it with them and you're not above having a good laugh or two. And finally to wrap up, my main message is this. How you treat your people during this crisis will establish your reputation and your corporate culture for years to come. So forget about the overly massaged corporate messaging delivered by leaders who stand apart from or above their teams. That's no longer the norm. What we need are leaders who work side by side with their people. We need leaders who share tough news with compassion and empathy, and really who make transparency their top priority. We need leaders to finally be real people who are unafraid of showing their humanity and show people who they truly are, who they are with their families, who they are with their friends, not who they are when they show up to work because they think that's who they need to be. And when this pandemic is over, those are the leaders who will have made a lasting impact. Thanks so much for listening to this week's episode